Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car our advice, you could go far up and we make mistakes and talk about our sexy dates it's getting hard for this to rhyme just as well because it's bed hopping time <laughs> hello and welcome to episode 28 of the bed hoppers my name is mr h this is mrs h yes nailed it once Did again I get it right yeah Woo! Uh, thanks for downloading us and putting us in and around your ears. Nice. Yeah. You sound like a game show host. Really? Do I? Yeah. Da, na, 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 na. That, that, that was. Oh, a pee, please, Bob. Well, that was more like. Da, 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 oh, yeah. Da, yeah. I remember that. Blockbusters. Yeah. I, I can't remember how it went, but. That was pretty accurate. Da, 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 no, it's. Da, 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 da. Anyway. Um, you sure it didn't go... No, that's the Muppets. Again, you can't bring everything back to the Muppets. I can do that for like a good half an hour. It'd be brilliant. No one will enjoy it apart from me, which is pretty much like having sex with me, really. What, Muppets? Muppety and no one else will enjoy it apart from me. Okay. I can't back that up. I've got certificates now. Yeah, I know. You made them. I saw them. I know, right? I signed them myself. They're great. You didn't have to get a nomination as well. Well, I got the dog to sign them. It was fine. You just wanted them wiped clean, didn't you? That's right. A spaffy certificate is nobody's friend. It's not really Who a spaffy spaffs one. Spaffs on their own certificate. Me? It's the only way I can get there, thinking about me. All right, I can believe that. Can you? What have you got for us? What have I got for you? <laughs> what, well, we've got many things today. Right. Um, it has been... Well, let's rewind. Let's let's rewind a bit. What film are we watching before we go any further? Oh, we are watching Search for Spock. Which Star Trek number is it? I don't know. Star Trek. Three. It's the one where he looks like he's in a combination of a breast band and he's a maitre d'. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's wearing this like white bib thing going on. Are you talking about Kirk? Yeah. Okay, not just he. Oh yeah, well, the, the main geezer. The in main it. geezer. <laughs> the main dude in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. It's not Picard, is it? No, sadly not. No. So we've got Star I would Tra- be far more like watching it in the background if it was Picard. It's it's like Bedhoppers 3, The Search for Cock. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Alright. And and That's later. Bedhoppers 8, The Search for Pornoration. <laughs> or is it just pornoration? Uh I don't know. I don't know. No, he's wearing some fetching like red leather jacket now, so. Well, should we just talk about the film for five minutes? It's really good. Uh-huh. It's all good. Uh, is this the one where they hunt for whales? Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll be Not honest, I don't really know the film that well. No, neither do I, <laughs> particularly. But it's on in the background, and that's what matters. So uh, let's move swiftly on, yes. on from and away from the film. Um, so in the last week, we had um, some sexy friends visit us. So we're mm. going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we've got a bit about our journey for you, like a mini journey update, um, delving mm. into the depths of our timeline. 
Because um, the timeline is getting closer and closer to now. Yeah, soon we'll be in the future. I know. And then we'll be so far in the future, we'll be in the past. <laughs> I'm not sure how this works. It's uh, it's quantum. Well, it won't surprise you to hear, but I don't really understand how time works anyway. No, I know that. You're never on time. I arrive exactly when I intend to arrive. You're not a wizard, Bilbo Baggins. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a conjurer of cheap tricks. Ah, fine. Anyway, so we got that. And then we've got a little special feature for you around uh, visiting the UK and some our top five tips. And we wrote five of them down uh, for people that what are visiting the UK and have some swinging in mind. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, what happened last week, wife? We drank some gin. Oh, good. A lot of gin. We drank a lot of gin. We imbibed... All the gin. Embalmed ourselves. <laughs> we might as well have done. Well, okay. Do you uh, want... Yeah. This, this is not a great story, to be fair. It's not going you very far. always chastise my storytelling skills, so I've decided to keep it succinct. Okay. We drank gin with some nice people. Right, well, thank you for joining the Bed Hoppers <laughs> for episode 28. That was lovely. We'll see you all next week. And... Uh, no? Nothing else to add? <laughs> That's the extent of my storytelling. Really? This is awful. It is to the point. Well, you know, that's what happened. It was great. Okay, good. Anything else happened? I, I can tell you a very funny story, but you'll have to lead me around with your... What, with like your, a simple-minded horse? <laughs> yes. Give you some sugar cubes with, and feed With the your horse. beautiful storytelling abilities. Really? You can guide me to the place where I can tell everybody what a horrific wife I am. Oh, this story. Uh-huh. Oh, this is a story Wait, which... It, I will reveal why I am the worst wife ever. Worst wife. Eps. You could make me one of your special certificates. No. Worst You've not earned award. a certificate. You know what you did. I know what I did. You know what you did. I, I'm still really... These really guys don't know what you did. It was pretty fucking bad. Or say these guys. I, I don't think people listened with more well, than one person. Well, those three guys, yeah. They know. <laughs> you three guys, you should have seen what Mrs. H did. It was terrible. It was shocking. It wasn't that bad, really. But you it was, made me feel like it was really bad. It felt fucking terrible. I mean, anyway. you came up with all the profanities under the sun. No, I did not. I think you're fine. But you did in your head. Uh, yes, but it, <laughs> you're jumping ahead, as ever. You probably you... dropped the C-bomb a number of times in your head. <laughs> <laughs> My head is a permanent recount of C-bombs. Yeah. Yeah, it's all the, the C-words. Right. I, don't, I don't know any well, of the C-words. Well, why don't you tell us what happened... Prior to me being the worst wife. Why didn't you tell us what happened? I'm like the worst witch. <laughs> no, you're not that. Why didn't you tell us what happened? Uh, okay, well, we went to drink some gin. Oh, <laughs> my God, this is hard work. Like, you, you, you've told me. And what you don't know, gentle listeners, <laughs> and I sincerely hope that you're gentle because this is going to be a rambly moment, um, is that Mrs. H, sort of, we, we, before we recorded this podcast, we sat down and we discussed very calmly what we were going to talk about and went through all the details of it. And she knows fully well what we need to talk about, except she's not doing it. <laughs> you can take a Mrs. H horse to water, but you can't fucking make her drink the shit. <laughs> Maybe if you cut my water with some gin, I would. Oh, really? There you go, you uh, see. I see we did that. So we've been on a gin tour. That's, That's exactly what I said. No, but what you haven't said is why we went on the gin tour. Oh, because we like gin. Oh, good grief, wife. This is like pulling <laughs> fucking teeth. All right, cool. So we met up with a really lovely couple of people from all the way from Australia. Why are you speaking like Kirk? <laughs> because we're watching him. 
He's rubbing off on me and not in a good uh, way. <laughs> we met up with some <laughs> fantastic people from Australia. Yeah. Re- yeah, Australia. Exactly. Can you do an Australian accent? Fair income. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck was that? Um, throw another shrimp on the barbie. Oh, they're going to fucking kill you for this. I know they are. They are really going to kill you for this. <laughs> So who do so we it turns out, No, I can't. Well, we can reveal the names. It's fine. Yeah. Go on, then. Uh, I believe on Twitter they are known as Naughty Threesome. I don't know. Do you want to go fact check? No, that's right. Well. I'm uh, really confident. Okay. I believe they are known as mm. Naughty and Rocket. Yeah. Naughty Threesome. And you have been calling them for oh. months. What have you been calling them? <laughs> Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> so you've... So every time we've we've had a kick message from this delightful couple, and they are wonderful. They're lovely. They are lovely. Yeah. But Mrs. H has turned to me and said, we've got another message from Rocket Raccoon. (laughs) Yeah, but they they understand. Of course they do. Because I just, that's how I... Well, they understand because we told them. And now they've met me, they probably understand why. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Whether they'll ever meet us again, even though we we might be seeing them at some other point in the future. Um, They'll just hide behind some... Palm trees, maybe. When Some next palm thing trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe. Fine. So they they have uh, come to the UK for a visit. Yes. They've gone a roaming from their native Australia. They've gone on quite quite a tour. Quite a trek. Mm-hmm. They've gone full travelling mat. Oh yeah. Go bow, my boy. It's very <laughs> clear to me. Yeah. yeah. I, I just now I want oh, to sing. Took him to some great places so they could. Um, we took them in some great places. No. What? Oh, this escalated quickly. Jesus Christ, <laughs> woman. We took them to some great places. So, we discovered in our chats over the over the sort of um, chatting month or two mm-hmm. that we've been um, having chats with them. Chat, chat, chat. <laughs> Lots of chat. Um, that uh, one of them likes gin. And Mrs. H is no stranger to the gin bottle. This is outrageous. It's also true. I know. Um, what What is that glass I see in front of me? Mm, might be a Bombay Sapphire jar. Glass? Jar. 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 Yeah, how it's uncouth. Not how terrible. It's not a fucking jar. I'm not jar. a couth. Uncouth. Yeah. You're not a couth. I'm not uncouth either. No, what is a couth? I don't know, but you'll probably tell me I'm being racist if I describe it to my So head. racist. <laughs> However, it is a... That's what the couth haters would what say. What it is, it's a Bombay Sapphire glass what it is it has gin in it okay so we our friends <laughs> bless you wife bless you our friends came and descended into the uk and we looked after them for a couple of days and on the first day that we met them we took them to a gin tour Woo! to the bombay sapphire gin right. tour it was banging it was banging it was yeah, the tip so we all jumped on a train mm. or three just to get there yeah, we had multiple trains. And you do end up in the arse end of nowhere. It was a little bit like... Deliverance. Well, it was kind of like the UK version of Deliverance. Yeah, there was fuck all at that train station. <laughs> there wasn't even a coffee shop. No. I couldn't even get a flat white. It was oh, terrible. Oh, you poor uncultured hipster. No, I was cultured. <laughs> the, the level of culturing that I've got didn't change. I was just uncoffied oh, or uncaffeinated. Yeah, yeah, you were. Anyway, so we caught a nice little bus thing that shuttles you through to this gin tour. Very sleepy little village. Yep, through a quaint little village. I love the mm. way that we're able to describe the um, 
quaint little village, the, the state of the train station. Yet when it comes to talking about actual sex, we shy away from it. <laughs> well, yeah, you never kiss and tell. That's right. Anyway, so we got to this delightful gin tour, the Bombay Sapphire Tour. Yeah. Which we can recommend if you're in the UK, definitely go and see it. It's in the south of England, uh, in Hampshire, mm, I think. It is. And uh, you, you get to see, or in fact, we did a couple of things. We did a masterclass in cocktail making. Now, I know we're not reviewing the gin tour. However, a little tip for me is if you ever do come to the UK and go on the gin tour, I think you should do a masterclass because without it, it would be a little bit boring. It would be a little bit boring. Mm-hmm. And there wouldn't be enough gin for you to try. <laughs> well, there is a little gin bar there, so you could buy the gin. Yeah, but when you do the masterclass, you make your cocktail. Right. So you actually get three free drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Which was pretty good, really, Really for us. good. So we made some nice cocktails. They were yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I couldn't, for the life of me, tell you what they were, since the amount of gin we consumed on top of that. Yeah, uh, a lava stoke. A lava stoke. That was one of them. Ooh, mm. how nice. We've got... a. And I got some cards from them, so we maybe mm. we can take a picture of that or something and share it at some point or other. Yeah, or type some, it up. I got some sort of sparkly stirring thing. Wife, take this down. <laughs> this is a recipe for a lava stone. Stoke, lava stone. stoke. Fine. <laughs> I'm not going to do the funny voice. A again lava for that. stone sounds like it's from a, a middle of a volcano. I I think which it's I quite like. A lava stone. All right, we'll just call it that. That's what you put in your bed to keep it warm. <laughs> I put you in my bed to keep it warm. Really? Yeah. Keep it warm. What about your bed? That too. Okay, fine. <laughs> so we went on this delightful gin tour and we did the masterclass and that was cool. Then we got to see a, a, a distillery where they make said gin. Yeah, it and was then, hot as balls. And then we got to sit on a bus that was a cafe. It was all a bit Harry Potter, wasn't it? It was a bit. But it was fun. I it felt like cool. I was on a night bus. Well, I had a bacon sandwich in a brioche roll. And nothing is more hipster than that one. flat white. So <laughs> On the top of a bus. Yeah. <laughs> if only I'd had a man bun, I'd have been full hipster. A horribly pretentious, if, yeah. Well, it might have been. If I could have brought my MacBook and typed oh, up my gosh. novel, that would have been fine. So we did that, and that was awesome. And then we came home mm. and went out for a few drinks and had a nice tapas meal. Yeah, it was a really nice night. And it's fair to say, these guys are lovely company. Yeah, they're lovely. Lovely, lovely <laughs> lovely so we had a lot of fun with that came home and then realised that it was half three in the morning <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> but you know doesn't time fly when you're you know having fun and catching up with people I know, that you've been good. waiting ages to meet I know it was good fun it was like never ending chats so yeah. anyway off to bed we went the next day in fact we took some morning recovery drink ah yeah you trialled it yeah we trialled it we bought this morning recovery drink and the idea is that you drink it before you go to bed after you've been drinking. And um, it apparently reduces the hangover. And I actually felt pretty good the next day. I did feel my... pretty good. It tasted a tiny little bit like ass. It, <laughs> it <laughs> but was with like a hint of peach. Ass with a hint of peach. Which, you know, peach <laughs> with peach. <laughs> it, I can't deny it tasted slightly of ass with <laughs> well, peach. Well, some of us did not like the flavour at all. Nah. Some of us were able to nick it back and just crack on with it. I, I did. Those who have had enough ass in their mouth were able to suck back this drink. But I think, <laughs> having having drunk it, and I don't know what that says about me. Um, you like ass? I love the in ass. Your mouth. In your mouth. In and around my mouth. Uh, Never actually, go ass to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so Unless that, it's in the heat of the moment. In the heat of the moment, it's okay. <laughs> so it actually did the job. 
I think. Yeah. Or at least did as good a job as it could do. Either that or it's an incredible placebo effect. Maybe, but we had drunk a lot of gin, quite a bit of wine. I felt quite sprightly the next day. Yeah, I was sprightlier than I imagined I would be. So the next day, um, we we took them uh, into town and then went to, or took them to, Vanilla Alternative. Yeah. Now, on the (laughs) way to Vanilla Alternative... Now, you must know, gentle listener, by now, that I'm not in charge of packing at all. No. Like packing our case and packing our stuff. Oh, you, you don't mean like you're packing? Well, I am packing. <laughs> I'm packing Because you know, you're in charge of that. Oh, well, that I, well, you know, other people can be in charge of it, but mostly I'm in charge of that. All oh, right, okay. So, um, and as we were, I don't know, about 10 minutes away from the venue. What, into our two and a half hour journey? Yeah, two and a half hour journey. <laughs> 10 minutes before we got there. What, uh-huh. did, what did we discover, Mrs H? <clears throat> well, for whatever reason, you decided to ask me at this juncture in the journey, rather than 10 minutes into the journey. I, I'm desperately trying to deflect here. Um, you asked me if I had packed your shirt. For the events. Well, I had asked you that before we left the no, house. No, don't remember that. No, I know you mm-hmm. don't. There's this much we have gone you over. You must have whispered it. What? You packed my shirt. Exactly. I didn't hear that. So, and the answer to that question was... Was an emphatic no, I did not. No. It's on the hanger, at home, in the bedroom, on the wardrobe door. Mm-hmm. And so we were due to turn up. To, to the sex club <laughs> with our sexy friends and so I had smart trousers packed in the oh they were really smart yeah and smart shoes yeah and I had an Adventure Time t-shirt <clears throat> and you were wearing a Garbage Pearl Kids top in the car which yes. is also not very smart so it was either Garbage Pearl Kids <laughs> or Adventure, Adventure Time, Time for the sex club do you know what that would have been a real bold move to go in there with an Adventure Time t-shirt I should have on. just shirt-cocked it with an Adventure Time shirt on. You would have got so much attention. I, I don't they, know. We would have thought you were either a fucking genius or just insane. <laughs> well, the thing was, it wasn't even a regular Adventure Time one. It was just one that said Gunter. <laughs> like, what is this, guy? What, what is his deal? What is he doing? <laughs> I Gunter them and they were mine. So, yeah, it was, it was a full-on Adventure Time t-shirt. So, five minutes before the venue, we discovered that I don't have a shirt. It might have been 7pm at this point, and it was too late, obviously, to go back home. That would have been ridiculous. So, we... (laughs) Our friends, because they had taken a separate car, had already arrived at the venue. Yeah. And we'd hoped to to show them in, really. (laughs) So, we didn't get to do that. And then what happened? I was so mortified. I couldn't stop apologising. Well, you, yeah. I apologised for like 55 minutes. It was a little bit frustrating. Yeah. I was annoyed with myself. I was annoyed with you as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but it happened. I thought at one point you were just going to turn the car around and go home and like throw all your t- toys at the pram. I was I, look, my special move is cutting my nose to spite my yeah. face. I think we've discussed this before on the podcast. Thankfully, because our lovely friends were there already, it saved that course of action. <laughs> <laughs> because had they not been there, I think you might well have done that. The irony is, a vanilla alternative, you can walk around just a towel and go in the spa. And I said that. I was like, fuck's sake, in 15 minutes you can take it off anyway. But anyway. I kept my shirt on longer and spoiler here. 
for 15 <laughs> fucking minutes. I tell you that. So we, we managed uh, to get to, to a I Sainsbury's that was open. I googled uh, department stores that were within Don't a five-mile radius. Don't make it sound radius. more exciting than it was. It was pretty exciting. It was like Top Gear. Um, like you were like what racing around Top Gear. That they makes go you... racing around in cars. They they go. Oh my god! I don't have a shirt. Let's find the nearest place to get me a shirt and drive there. Right. That would add a really exciting dimension to Top Gear. I might write and suggest it. <laughs> I May can I just suggest see that this episode of Top Gear? You pretend that you've forgotten your shirt for a sex club, and you have to go and find one really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, and your wife is in the car next to you attempting to not cry because she's the worst wife in the world you were the worst wife I didn't <laughs> I didn't shout at you I didn't tell you off I didn't say anything but in your head it was like the scene in Kill Bill where Butch goes back to get his father's watch that his girlfriend has left on the little kangaroo and all the way to the flat he's going fuck 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 motherfucker of all the things I told her not to fucking forget she forgets my father's fucking watch the funny and I thing could was... see you in your head going fuck 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 I can't shout at her because you know she's fucking cute basically the, the, the funny thing was I, I didn't have to tell you how angry I was I just referenced that film and you knew exactly what I was talking about I knew it as well I was I... like I know he's fucking thinking it <laughs> so we get to Sainsbury's and I have never seen Mrs. H get out of a car so fucking quick like it turns out I can move quick you can move quickly <laughs> when who your, knew when your life is in danger and, and you skedaddled we went we were I was like a tramp on chips <laughs> I was out of that car in the clothing aisle there it is there's the shirts quick let's run down there and people are like then, doing their late night shop going well, what are they doing then we get to the shirts and bearing in mind Sainsbury's if you don't know guys is a, an oh folks should I say is a supermarket. Yep. And Primarily it does it has, groceries. Yep. So it has a small selection of clothing there. Mm-hmm. So we look in the in in the what would I, I think Sainsbury's would call their trendy aisle. <laughs> <laughs> well that's a loose term. It's yes. a loose term. Um it's fair mm-hmm. to say there wasn't anything that caught my eye in that section. Uh well I, I believe the the shirt you did eventually settle on had a clip-on tie. <laughs> well, and well, there was a, a, a trendy shirt section like fashion shirt, shirts. Fashion, fashion, f- 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 fashion. Um, <laughs> and then there were um, shirts for suits. Shirts for suits is quite tough to say. That. And and there was a slim fitting um, for my more svelte figure now. And, plain um, white shirt. Pe- plain white shirt that came with a clip-on tie. A clip-on tie. I like the way we were frantically tearing it out of the packaging. Some to, like, poor try woman came, like that works in Sainsbury's, walked past us and like sort of gave us an evil eye. And Mrs H just stared her down, like, <laughs> literally like Fantastic hissing. Mr Fox. Yeah, like falling on these shirts and like ripping them out of the packaging, going holding them up against your neck, going. I don't know what size your neck is. I think it's like 16 inch, but I don't know. No, <laughs> Try a this on. pretty bullish neck. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a shirt and we were able to make our way to the vanilla alternative. And, and then gunned our way back into the car. And we rushed all the way there and it took them 15 fucking minutes to let us into the bloody place. Yeah, after all that. And then yeah. it was a very sedate getting ready process and we sat in the room anyway for about an hour and well, a half. The funny thing was is that because we were running late... I'm glad you said it was a funny thing that we were running late. Um, don't know. I think you've finally given me some forgiveness here. <laughs> you've made peace, haven't this you? Is, this is an overall running late. I think everyone would have been running early had had we uh-huh. stuck to regular times. But, you know, let's overlook that for now. You've, you've, you've done enough yeah. for now. And we, we, 
we we didn't have chance to have tea. No. So we had to buy some snacks. A very posh picnic room. Yeah, a little bit of a beggar's banquet. We had crudite. Crudite. Crudits. Crudite. Crudits. And falafels. And some bubbly. And some bubbly. Yeah. And, very refined. And had a little buffet. Or buffet. Yeah, we did. In our room. It was very, very wonderful. And then we invited our Australian chums in to join us for some, some nibbles before we wandered yeah. downstairs into Vanilla Alternative. Mm-hmm. Because we were staying on site. It's probably we should point that out, really, because we're staying in the hotel, yeah. of it, as it were. So um, we had these lovely little snacks and sat there, knocking back um, bubbly and then gin and whatever else we can get our filthy little paws on. Um, marmalade gin. Marmalade gin, which mm-hmm. is very nice. Really nice. It was very nice. Uh, before we headed downstairs. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, you probably need to take over. Oh, do I? Yeah, because you had a couple well, of points. What did that... I do? That wasn't what you did. Oh. <laughs> you had a couple of points that you wanted to get across to our lovely listeners. Oh, that, yes. Yes, I do. Huh. Okay. Uh, right, so we were sitting there. Not uh, shitting there. It's quite no. a difference. <laughs> we were sitting there. Drinks were flowing really nicely. This is all very lovely. I'm sandwiched in this lovely settee between these lovely people. You were on one side and lovely lady was on the other. Um, lovely gentleman was patched on the end and kept topping up our drinks, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at this point in the evening, you you were kind of like chatting away to um, a couple, I think, on the opposite settee that mm-hmm. you again you were just chatting away to about some stuff. I was doing my good podcast a bit and uh-huh. promoting the podcast. Oh, that's what you were doing. That's what I was doing. And they uh-huh. were telling me all about their exploits and their adventures. Oh, and they were, lovely. They, they were thinking about some sort of sex club or something. Brilliant. That they could open up at some point or other. All right. So I was just talking pure business. Uh-huh. Business. Mm-hmm. You had your business socks on. I had business hours were open. <laughs> Lucky you had a crisp white new shirt on as well. I know, right? It was business, 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 <laughs> business. just shouted, business. That's right. I'm here to do business and fuck shit up. And then... You swanned off to the bar to get a little drink. Uh, no, no, you've forgotten a bit. No, I haven't. Yeah, you have. You swanned off first to get a drink. Did and I? And then the other thing happened. Oh, okay. I well, know, I remember. Oh, you remember the order of it, do you? I remember the order. Okay, fine, you tell the story then. Swanned off to a drink, like Captain Jack Sparrow style, no, to get I, your little drink. What? This is not true. <laughs> I've added that from embellishment. Because, <laughs> you know, you say I don't tell a good story, so I'm embellishing. All right, you embellish away. I am. And then you came back with some drinks after a little while and revealed to me, uh, that was rather salacious, wasn't it? As though you'd revealed something uh, really naughty. Salacious crumb. (laughs) Revealed to me that you'd had a cheeky little kiss at the bar with the barmaid. Well, that is true. But the way. I know it's true. (laughs) Oh, it's true. But the way you're revealing it isn't quite how it happened. Well, what happened then? Well, you she... got a drink and she kissed you? Yeah. Well, that's what I said, isn't it? No, not... no, no, no. You said that I'd had a kiss. You did? No, but she kissed me. That's quite a different thing. <laughs> we quibble over terminology. We do. The point was, you had a little kiss. Yeah? Uh-huh. What's your point? <laughs> uh, all right. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. No. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I didn't encourage uh, this kiss. That's number one. I... 
that it just happened without her oh, asking or mentioning. Thing. Women just randomly coming up to you and plonking a great big smacker on you. I know, right? <laughs> I genuinely what can't go out on the streets anymore. I, it's frightening for me. I'm only little. I'm not very tall. They, they can just uh-huh. grab me and... All right, okay. Well, bugger me. What happened next? Some other woman comes up to you and kisses you right in front of me, bold as brass. Well, we were talking about the podcast. Uh, okay, again, she just comes up and like plants one on you. Well, so as it as it happened in the second instance of the, <laughs> the random kiss, I in the space ta- of half an hour, two random women just came up and kissed you. Look, it's clearly my old spice <laughs> perfume that I was wearing, or or cologne. Were you wearing Sex Panther? I was. Sixty <laughs> percent of the time, it works. hundred. Did you have of time. a fine selection <laughs> of uh, of um? Johnny's in your pocket. Um, I, I did have a selection of Johnny's in my pocket, uh-huh. but generally I always do. Why do these ladies decide to come and adorn so, you with So the first them? one, the, the barmaid was very, very pleased that we'd returned to Vanilla Alternative and decided to show me that, that affection and appreciation <laughs> by giving me a kiss, of which I broke off relatively quickly within uh-huh, the first uh-huh. seven or eight minutes. And, and put her back. Seven or eight minutes? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a hero. I know. I guess not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> I know. It wow. wasn't seven or eight minutes. It was mere moments. Uh-huh. Okay. And then in the second instance, I was talking to the woman and her fella. And I should point out that he didn't kiss me. So. No. No. Right? Mm-hmm. So we were talking about the podcast and their adventures and all this sort of stuff. And then they got up because they were going somewhere else. They were going to go into the jacuzzi or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she leant in to give me a hug, and it turned out to be a kiss. <laughs> oh dear! I didn't. I, what an error of judgment! I know, right? I mean, it's really awkward because I've Slip, been doing that trip. Fell on my kiss. Di- <laughs> fell on my dick. And I've been doing this at work all the time, just leaning in to hug someone goodbye, and I just and they give you a full on like tongue wrestling. Yeah, I know it's terrible. So, wow. so that happens. So, uh-huh. um, I I can't change that. That that. <laughs> These women found me simply... Fighting them off with a shitty stick, dear. Well, yeah, maybe, but they can't... I, you know, I'm... Anyway, all right. To be fair, I'm I'm not, like, massively cross about it. I was a little bit vexed at the time. What vexed you about it? I shall tell you what vexed me. Tell me. What vexed me was the lack... Well, was the implied consent. So, the fact that we were in the venue that we were in says to me that there was a level of implied consent that it was okay to just wander up and kiss somebody without actually checking in. Firstly, is the person that they come with, like, okay with that? Some people have rules and boundaries about not even kissing. Oh, I know. Now, I'm fine with people kissing you, but normally that's within the sort of boundaries of some group play with I us. I did send you a us. text message. <laughs> <laughs> a little weasel. <laughs> there are no phones allowed in an alternative. <laughs> Don't be a scoundrel. <laughs> uh, turns out the Wookiee had a good kiss, didn't he? <laughs> uh, so, yes, it raised a question for me around the levels of consent that are pretty non-existent, I would say. Because why would you assume it's fine to just wander up to someone and kiss them? I know, right? I wouldn't no, do It turns that. out you you were okay with it. Well. Lucky you. I was okay with it. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I think the, the, the one that, that that I think was, was not okay, which I immediately scurried back to and told you about... Was, was the bar the, one. Was the bar one. Yeah. And I think 
for me, that wasn't in front of you. At least the other one was in front of you. Yeah, it was in front of me. So to be fair, if I could have leaned over and like tapped her on the arms, like no, 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 you, could, you yeah. don't know that that's okay. Exactly, and you're already ready to kiss. smash your glass and take her throat out. Uh-huh. And I know it's just a kiss. I'm I'm not overthinking it. I'm really not. But it did raise the question in my mind that how how do they know what your level of consent is? They didn't. They, and don't. they didn't ask at all. They didn't ask. There was no. You know. How do we know that's not going to spark a chain of events or some sort of catalyst between that couple that actually isn't okay? Well, you know, and I did have to get a doll and show you where they touched <laughs> me on the doll. So all, all joking aside, because it is okay, it's lighthearted, it's a little debate, and we had a little chat about it on the way home, and I'm fine. But the point is, they don't know that. No, of course not. In, so, and it just made me wonder... At what point do people in in the in UK clubs or whatever think it's okay to just do that? And you know, why do you not just have a little check in and say it'd be really sexy if I could give you a little kiss now? And at that and then, point, you... then I'd have gone, <laughs> yes, that's absolutely fine. And there you go, and that turns it round that it's your choice then. Yeah, and then you, you know, can you've blame made me. the decision to yeah. do that. Whereas in this Whereas case, I am utterly, utterly innocent uh-huh, okay. in both How examples. Convenient. I know it's brilliant. <laughs> It was an interesting. Um, I mean, I did immediately go. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Afterwards, it you looked saw like that. a really hideous situation. It was. It was terrible. I, mm-hmm. You know, I, and I had to drink to get the taste out of my mouth on both occasions. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Right. But it is interesting because had the roles been reversed and you, you know you, that had happened to me, mm-hmm. you probably would have felt the same. Oh, like, of course what I the would. What's going on over there? I'm, I'm not denying that it was. Yeah. poor showing from people um, oh I don't blame them be nice to kiss yay this was the bit I've been waiting for yeah, for the last yeah, yeah. 32 and but minutes it's whatever still, it is it still vexed me at the time oh I know uh, but we did chat about it at the time yeah, and we chatted about it afterwards and everything is fine so we've kind of navigated close. our way around that mm-hmm. so what else happened wife uh, then we tried to get in the spa which was rammed there was like a million people in it. It was heaving. Ridiculous. Like everyone was in the spa. Yeah, everyone. Mm. Even people who weren't in the sex club were in the spa. Mm. <laughs> it was quite, quite frightening. Which was really. a shame. It was like literally not a no, space you wouldn't, in there. You would not have wanted to. There was not even a spare lap in there. to sit on. No. So we thought, nah, screw that. We've got some rooms upstairs. Good guys, we're going home. So we drove all the way home again. <laughs> you did not. And I got my original shirt and everything was right in the world. Oh, no, we retired upstairs uh, to continue our evening. Yeah. Up there. Exactly that. And listened to a really good playlist, actually. I did not think you were going to go there. No, and it was a really good playlist. It was um, like... Um, it was like 80s and 90s acoustic covers. Mm-hmm. And, and it had a really good cover of When Doves Cry. Yeah, and you don't even like that song. I don't like When Doves Cry, but this was a good... It made that song good for me. Brilliant. And I appreciate that I'm probably alienating a lot of the audience at this point. But <laughs> I, I'm prepared to go there. So, all in all... Yeah. Great weekend with those guys. It was really great. Really good fun. Yeah. They are lovely, lovely, sexy people. Can't wait to see them soon. Yes. Because when are we going to see them again? Uh, in Desire, I think. Oh my goodness. That is not long away. We shall desire them. <laughs> <laughs> it's not long at all. Oh, I haven't done one of those in a while. 
Oh, that felt really good. So weird too. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. That's uh, that. Sulu? Yeah. yeah. Star Trek 3. Yeah. Wench. Alright. Yeah. Right. Next bit. So, early on in the show, we said that we're going to give you a bit of an update on our journey. But what we've realised is we've warbled on for like 40-odd <laughs> minutes or something. About how I'm the worst wife. Well, you're not the worst wife. And I'm definitely the best husband. And I've not been found kissing anybody apart from you. You got all the kisses. Well, that may have happened. But you can't back it up at all. You only witnessed one of those kisses. The other one could be false. <laughs> you don't know that. It's a right. false kiss. Uh-huh. I'm a false widow. Yeah, go on. Okay, so we were going to talk a bit about a journey and talk about a couple that we met a while ago. And um, it took quite a while to get actually time with this couple, really. Hmm. But given the fact that we want to do this story justice and we want to take you through um, some of the various things that happened with them, we don't actually want to go through it this week, I think. All right. I think it's going to be too quick. Yeah. And too you, quick. You, you can't rush great things. Well, no, and you can't rush me. Uh, well, I know this. And you definitely can't rush you. You can't hurry love. You just have to wait. <laughs> well, love done come easy. But, you know, it's a game of give and take. So, um, <laughs> I just want to go and hear that song now. Oh, I can go and sing it for you afterwards. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Nice. So what we're going to do is we're going to go immediately into our special feature, which is all about visiting the UK. Ah, yes. With a lifestyle frame in mind. Yeah. Hey, you. Are you visiting the UK? Would you like to come over here and to swing just a little bit? Well, here are our top five bits <laughs> that might help you or might not. Great. I, I take it you don't mean things like travel adapters. No, travel adapters. Well, Neck pillows. <laughs> do, 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 do. It's the swinging <laughs> in the UK if you're visiting song. Yeah. All right, that's a great song. Thanks, I made that up just then. And I know, there. I could tell. Really? Mm. It was one of my more quality productions, to be fair. Still better than you singing the interview jingle. Oh my God. I didn't want to sing that jingle anyway. I know you didn't. forced it. <laughs> I didn't force it. <laughs> Anyways, so we thought about some of the things that you might want to consider if you're visiting the UK and you've got a lifestyle thing in mind. Because there are some little differences, aren't there? There there are a few differences and there's some some little hints and tips that we thought might help you, especially having chatted to Australian chums who've been over at the time and continue to tour uh, sort of the UK really, aren't they? So these might come in handy for you. It's too late for them. They're already on their way. They've already experienced it all. And they've already had to do battle with radiators. Oh, yes. (laughs) <laughs> trying to understand the radiator. Which, you know, is is not particular to the swinging lifestyle, of course. Although, probably quite useful. Yeah, you've got to be warm if you want exactly to swing. Exactly, right? I know. You're yeah. going to crank that shit right up so everyone takes their clothes off. So, like the tropics. I know. But not so hot that you all faint. Yeah, it was really hot in that um, room at BA. It was, like, super hot. Oh, it was ridiculous. Hot as balls. As I would like to say. Yes, as you would like to say, but As didn't. I always like to say. No, you didn't say that at all. Because I said it earlier. No, I don't, you know, I don't think you can bet that up. I, anyway. <laughs> I, anyway. Ah, good argument. I think you've won this one. So our first one, Mrs. H, uh-huh. is number one. Okay. <laughs> number one. I feel like I might be the lottery ball machine. 
Buena Vida. I feel like you're stuck in a loop. What's number one? <laughs> number one. one. <laughs> no, that'd be number nine. Number nine. Oh God, no. Number nine. No, that song's etched I in my memory forever. Any other way I could see, see any... Or whatever it was. That's the Beatles, right? Yes, that is the Beatles. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right. We are familiar with the Beatles. For our dog is named after Yoko. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go on. Let's right. move away from the Beatles. Right. Okay. Number one. <laughs> so, number one. We recommend <laughs> that you sign up to fabswingers.com. Oh, even though it's shit. Even, it, it's a bit shit. But... It's a bit flaccid. It's... Well, it's the best we have. It's like and a flaccid... By Joe, we should make the most of it. When blighty calls and you need a swinging website, fabswingers.com is the one that you need to go to. Like I said, it's like a flaccid willy. Oh, it might be like... Well, it's not a flaccid willy. It's a willy that occasionally works, but most of the time is an utter waste of time. Well, it is what it is, and it's the only one out there. Well, it's free, for one. It is. You can sign up and get a profile for nothing. So if you're coming to the UK, you might as well have a look at it and sign up for it. Yeah. And if you want to just... Because you buy, like, days worth of usage out of it, don't you? So it just doesn't cost very much to do, like, I don't know, 30 days or something use. And try it. So if you're in the UK for a few days, you don't need to, like, yeah. go mad and set up a whole subscription. To but it's new... a useful tool to be able to give and send messages. Well, not only can people you in give your and send area. messages. So you have to verify yourself to be able to do that. Yeah. And that's taking a picture of yourself with fabswingers.com written on a piece mm-hmm. of paper. You can do that, that's fine, that's simple enough. But when you're in there, not only can you message people, you can put in postcodes and look around and see who's going to be in the places that you're going to visit, Mm -hmm. or towns, you can do this. Or if you know people's usernames, like Ben Hoppers, you can look for us. Hey, friend us if you want to, we'll be there. And we know how to switch radiators on and off. Yeah, exactly. We can help you with the radiator We have advice. all the heating controls at our fingertips. We are radiating knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go in and do all these things. But you can also have a look at the forums there to ask questions. So if, Oh, yeah. I've you, not used those very much, but I, they're okay, aren't they? They are okay. I believe there is and a... Club for, reviews. And club cl- reviews. Well, that's what I was going to. Club reviews is the big thing. And that tells you about all the swinging clubs that are in the mm. UK... And everyone has gone on there. It shows you whether they've rated them good, excellent, fab, or whatever it might be. Uh-huh. Uh, and their comments that go with it. So it's whether not just... Whether there's a buffet. Yeah, whether well, there's a nice buffet. <laughs> um, and and if could... the barmaids will kiss you. Yes. <laughs> uh, not that anyone's harbouring a grudge over this nope. one. Not at all. So you can go in and see what people thought of the club. Now, quite often, it will be... You know, if you see these things like on Amazon, if you're just looking at stars, you don't get the full story or TripAdvisor. But these also have written reviews. So you get to get a good feeling about whether a club is any good or not and whether you should turn up and have a crack. Yeah. So this is really useful if you come to the UK. And you can do this in advance and you can have a good look around without having to actually pay for anything. Then when you get close to the time, pay for a number of days or whatever, messages or whatever it is. Um, and it's not very expensive. It's really cheap, really. And then you can get to message people, find out who's there, who's going to be there, who's going to a club a certain night. You can do that. Yeah. All this sort of stuff you can do, and it'll just make your your whole experience much much simpler. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. So it gives you that access. Now the site does look like it was made in 1989. <laughs> like the Simpsons had just come out when this thing is was <laughs> kicking off. I swear that's true. But stick with it. Actually, it's got messaging. It's got likes. It's got profiles. It's got pictures. It's, just, it's pretty good. It as a conduit to finding what you want. It. It is what it is. Well, it's the only thing 
that's available really Pretty in terms much. of I mean there are other sites that are available in the UK but let's be honest no fuckers on them no so you might as well go and have a look it is pretty big in terms of the amount of people who who are on it so i i had heard it was pretty big in terms of the amount of people who were on it (laughs) oh you oh you and your massive peen (laughs) i can't back that up i don't even have a i made myself so anyway (laughs) number two number two number two think about consent Oh, I wish people would. You should give this to people in the UK as a handy guide. I'm making a fucking podcast for the people in the uh-huh. UK. It just so happens lots of people not in the UK listen to it. Well, maybe more people in the UK should listen to it. Well, <laughs> I told them about consent. it and then they kissed me. Ah, okay. So, my, you know, I gave them a business card. So maybe they're listening now. Hello, lady who kissed me. I, I mean, Here's a rule around consent. Um, yeah, think about consent next time. Please. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> it's not Jeff Goldblum crackers. <laughs> Life, it uh, uh, finds a way. <laughs> so what you may find if you come into the UK is that consent is a bit of an unknown quantity. Some people like to talk about consent, but they're really in the minority. Now, if you think about the UK and the way it works, quite often things like dogging are very popular. And consent mm-hmm. in that situation is pretty low. What, just... Bang on the window. Bang on the window, stick your cock through a window and someone sucks your cock. That is grim. It's horrible. I don't Have you done it before then? <laughs> no, just the idea of it sounds fucking <laughs> awful to me. Yeah. However, some people get a lot out of it and they like it. And oh, it's... totally. That's, yeah. And that's down to them. It's not it's my cup choice. of tea. I don't think it's your cup of tea. <clears throat> no. But think about the style of which that happens or the way in which that happens and apply it to the rest of the lifestyle. And I think you're not going to be far wrong from how the UK works. So, a lot of the situation is is that there's, you know, consent is okay until someone says no. Again, it goes back to this implied consent. But yeah, well, it is. It's implied <clears> consent <throat> until someone tells you to fuck off. Yeah. And basically. I think that's been our experience here a lot of the time. And I think what we have found is that, um, you know, if you do ask for consent, or if you do, you know, is it okay if I kiss you? People are like, what? Yeah, whatever. Like, you know, it's fine. But. Mm-hmm. We'd, we'd rather ask if we can or rather imply that consent. Uh, but but having, have we ever been asked? Once well, yeah. or twice? But not necessarily by people in the UK. Very rarely. <laughs> very, very rarely. So if you are travelling from anywhere else in the world, maybe not so much Europe because I think that's very similar, just keep in mind that consent is going to be might be an issue and you need to be prepared to be able to say no. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Number three... If you're visiting London, this is going to be a long one, you could go to Le Boudoir or travel slightly further and go to Vanilla Alternative. Now, I know it sounds <laughs> like we're paid by Vanilla Alternative. We really aren't. But what we found is it's one of our favourite clubs in the UK. Um, and next year, I think part of our plan is actually going to be that we're going to travel around and see more of these clubs that are around, around the mm. UK. However... In terms of clubs we've been to, it's definitely up as one of the nicer ones. I think it's one of the nicest ones. We're told by some people that it has a bit of a clique. We've not found that. It's been... No. Generally, we managed to bumble our way across most things. Mm. And the barmaids are really friendly too. Fucking hell, funny that, isn't it? <laughs> However, Le Boudoir is also in the middle of London. So if you are going to London, it's worth having a look and having a nose oh if you're in London it's definitely worth visiting the only thing to bear in mind just, with London if you're not in London it's a bit of a track well, to get uh, there well if you're not if you're not in London or if, sorry if you are in London and you are thinking about going to Le Boudoir you need to apply to go in before you go 
Yeah. And you need to give it at least a couple of weeks really to make sure that you've got all your paperwork in order before mm-hmm. you rock up. It's not one of the sort of clubs where you can just turn up any old night and, uh, and see what's in. going on and pop in. It doesn't work like that. No. Vanilla Alternative is a little bit more uh, open to, to that sort of stuff, although I still have to apply and, and give them the details in advance. But the thing about that is, is it is a good distance out of London. Mm. And also with um, Vanilla Alternative, there are often theme nights. So if you happen to just try and rock up on one of the theme nights, you may not be lucky enough to get in anyway. Exactly. Best bet is to have a look on either one's website. So if you are visiting the UK and you've gone to your Fab Swingers, then you can have a look at the clubs that are available and it'll take to their websites and you can check to see whether they're open and how you apply to get in. But quite often you can't just rock up to a place and expect to be allowed in. So, but that said, those are the two best clubs that we've found so far in that sort of so neck of the woods. Um, but, there know, are more that we're going to explore. We're going to visit some more, yeah. But, you know, until, we, until we've got to that point, we don't feel that we can recommend them at this stage. No. Okay? Fair. Number four. <laughs> be mindful that STD testing may not be a thing. When you say may not, is not. Well, not in the <laughs> UK. So... And this is the interesting thing. We do have a free health service. Say free. We pay a lot of taxes for that shit. It's um, it's totally free in the UK to get STD tested. Yes. I don't know if you're coming in from another country whether you can get ST tested, STD tested or STI tested for free. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I think, I think you can. Maybe. Who knows? We don't. However, for people in the UK, it's free. Yes. But what you'll find is, <laughs> is that no... Asswipe does it. Or at least and if that we we've do, we don't tell you. No. We don't so, volunteer the information. So we've been doing this for coming up to two years, actually. Mm-hmm. It is very nearly our swing anniversary. In fact, it's next week. Wow. Did you know that? It's actually next week. Do I need to get you a present? You do. Okay. I'll get you a cock ring. Thank you. And put a ring on it. Yeah. Live your life adventure about a ring on it. So what we found is, is that not one person has ever, 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 ever no. asked us about being tested. So, I mean, this is this is interesting. Not only have they not... Well, I hope so, because we're, we're, we're giving this to listeners. Not only have they not volunteered um, their own level of um, screening, I guess, but they've not actually asked us, which, you know, you, you could argue that the most important thing, surely, is if you're meeting someone and you're, you're thinking about some level of play further down the line, maybe they would want to know... You know, do you guys get tested, and are you what? What's your situation? No one ever whips out a little screening test and goes, "Hey, do you want to check this out?" It, no, it well, you get a text. Actually, you do get a text when when you get your results, don't you? Mm. Just saying, "Hey, this is all negative." <laughs> yeah, so it's easy enough to keep hold of that. Smell bad, Sarah, <laughs> and be prepared to show that. But well, we've never been asked. No one has ever asked. No one's ever thought about it. And even with our bareback incident, I think they were quite sort of freaked that we might it's actually... It's quite a laissez-faire approach, I would well, say. And I think that's the, the thing. So, you know, they didn't know that you had monkey face AIDS. I know. And <laughs> Joke's I kept on that him. really quiet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Always throwing your shit out of the window in the car. Terrible. But <laughs> equally, what you might sometimes find, again, going back to Fab, is sometimes, rather alarmingly, there are... There are actually profiles out there that will seek their back play i think you get that everywhere though but i think it is fairly prevalent especially with when we go back to things like the dogging scene 
and the whole thing like that, that, that people just are prepared to rock up and fuck. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's such a worrying concept. So you really do have to be quite stern about the fact and you have to be really mindful that actually whilst you might expect people to have gone and got themselves tested, the reality is they probably haven't. And if they have, they're certainly not being forthcoming about mm. that because it's almost like people don't talk about it here. No. There's, Maybe it's just a really British thing, I don't know. Well, I don't, you know... It shouldn't be. We've had enough conversations with people to, to understand that they don't get tested most of the time. Mm. And I think that's a, a, a worrying sign of time. So our advice is if you come into the UK... Keep that in mind. Don't expect people to be tested and to be like rolling off a factory line. Or be able to prove that they have been. No, and you know, chances are they won't have been in the first place. Yeah. So on to number five. Number five. (laughs) This is all about dancing. Oh gosh, dancing! My baby's always dancing. This was my um, observation. Was it? Yes, it was. So there is very little. Dancing going on in clubs in the UK. Well, the dance scene, yeah, the dance scene uh, is is really not big at all. I mean, you'll find sometimes a solitary pole in the corner of a club somewhere, and a couple of couple of girls maybe knocking a hang handbag around it a little bit. But there's no there is no like clubby dancey scene. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting because we've been to quite a few clubs now. Which I'm happy about because I don't like it anyway. But Well, I don't, I, I don't mind a bit of a dance. Well, I'm quite there's partial. a bit of a dance and there's like weird ravey dance stuff. Uh, there's see, the EDM doesn't do it for me. Who? EDM? Yes. What's that? Electronic dance music. Is it actually? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've learned something. <laughs> Welcome to 93. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, so it, it's not my cup of tea. No. But I do like a dance. Yeah. Now, you know, I think, you know, it's a bit of Def Leppard. Pour some sugar on me. I'll be fine with around the pole. I can do that. But what we've noticed is when we go to clubs, there tends to be very, very few people dancing. And the reason we mentioned this today is because we've been having a few chats with colleagues across the globe. Mm. Colleagues, that sounds a bit official, isn't it? Friends, business-like, isn't it? Is a bit, isn't it? I've gone people. Full... What we have got to know a little bit. <laughs> people, what we are chatting to yeah. about dancing, and quite often, what we have seen is that they say <laughs> people dance, and then they go back to a room. Well, I'm getting you. I'm getting the strong impression that there will be a heavy dance influence, potentially. Yes. Going away on holiday. Yeah. And that's something that we're not used to because it really just isn't around here. No, and um, for, for us, certainly going to the clubs, what we've noticed is that very, very, very few people end up on a yeah. dance floor. And if they are on a dance floor, I'm going to be a little bit honest, I, I question how sober or <laughs> um, drugged up they are, having seen some of the dancing. <laughs> but, you know, each to their own, that's fine. I'm not going to be judging what judges them. But it's certainly been the case that you don't tend to have a lot of dancing going on. No, I'd agree with that. In the clubs that we've been to. Now, it it's, might be it's not the focal elsewhere. point of going to the club, is it? No. At but then all. often our focal point is going to a sofa and just telling stories. And <laughs> but, then just, but my you point know, is women coming the, up and the kissing The clubs you. generally aren't, aren't, they, they aren't sort of builders. Hey, come here and have a dance. And then, oh, hey, it might be good if you hook up as well with people. It's no. more of a, the, the focus is very much on 
it being a lifestyle club and the music is more of a kind of just a background thing. Would it be really funny if it was like a proper British thing, like old school pub with like Morris dancing and that's how people hooked up and they're like what, clashing bells, batons, clashing and stuff batons and, and like ringing like little bells. bells. Yeah. <laughs> Come and dance around the maypole. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's a mighty fine sword you've got there, my friend. Yes, it is a very good wow, sword. Wow, that is um that is some club I've got in mind there. Yeah. Dancing around with your club out, quite literally. Wow. On that note, dear, <laughs> anything else that you want to add to our top five tips if you're coming to visit the UK and things you keep in mind at all times? Well, I think if I had more, then it wouldn't be a top five. Mm, good point. Thanks. Our top numbers <laughs> that you could reach when coming to the UK. No, I think... I mean, oh, keep I've got, a, five. I've got one to add. Oh, you, uh, go on then. What have you got? Number six in our top five. Oh my God. Friend us. Get in touch. Ask ah, us. Talk yeah. to us at Twitter at bedhoppersuk or email us at bedhoppersuk mm, at gmail.com. A shameless plug, dear. No, it's not shameless. I have no shame at this point in time. So, you know, if you're coming to the UK... I had heard this. Well, coming in the UK? No, you have no shame. Well, thank you very much for that. If you are visiting the UK, don't be shy in getting in touch. Now, we do live on the south coast, so if we are around, it's lovely to meet listeners, mm. people like that. If we're going to a club at the same time, hey, let's chat and say hello. But you know, we're not going to dance. No, not dancing. Although we are going to dance on your dubious maypole, it seems. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing the Captain We'll be the Pug ones in the theme. corner wearing some Morris dancing outfits. Nobody puts Mr. and Mrs. H in the corner. And eating a sandwich. You carried a watermelon? <laughs> yeah, so friend us, message us, say hello, ask us questions, and... If we can't answer it, and chances are we won't be able to, we can ask our listeners or ask our Twitter followers to, you know, answer for you. Or, you mm-hmm. know, or the lovely lady that was in last week, Lars, she knows a fuck ton of stuff. Oh, I, I thought you meant the woman who kissed you at the bar. Oh, we can ask her. We pop back and ask her for some I'm answers. Gonna, I'm just going to pop back to an alternative and uh-huh. ask the barmaid what she's doing next. <laughs> so, I think that's about it for this week. What have we got next week, wife? Oh, God, we are on such a countdown now. We have got two episodes left until Desire, I think. Yep. So we are frantically throwing together some sort of costumes Content. and things. And, no, <laughs> costumes for Mexico. Frantically throwing together some shit that we can put in front of your ears for you to listen to whilst we run around panicking about what we're going to wear whilst we swan around naked in, mm. in Mexico. Yeah. One thing that we do need to announce, and I think um, we've been thinking about this for a while, it's actually that we're looking to go fortnightly after Desire. Oh. I think it's important. I make it sound like it's a shock to me. <laughs> well, it's, oh. Oh. We've only been discussing it for the best part of six months before we even did the podcast. Well, you know, you, you waffle around, you know, and I sometimes listen to you. Oh, I know that. So, sometimes you tell me to pack shirts and I forget. I know. I know. Sometimes I tell you a lot of things, dear. <laughs> we, we, we're thinking about going fortnightly because um, ultimately... Um, our journey is starting to catch up with what we're doing. And we don't want to be just chucking stuff out there that's So you, you don't want to be like waffling on for a week if you've got nothing to say. Well, I do that anyway. You do that anyway. But I, I don't mm, want to do with that. With a plum. To, 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 yeah, to, to the end of the earth and back. So I think what we're going to be doing is, is every 10 episodes, you may have noticed, we take a break for a couple of weeks. And this break happens to happen when we go to Desire. Yeah. Boom, nailed it. It's almost as though we timed it. I don't know if we can back that up at all, but I think no, we timed it. No, I don't think you did time it. I definitely timed it. I definitely <laughs> worked it all out in my head using my calculations. 
So what's going to happen is, is when we get to Desire, when we go to the point of going to Desire, um, we're going to take a break for a couple of weeks, maybe even a few weeks. And mm-hmm. then, what? A few weeks? Well. Wow. Yeah, by the time you add up the weekends. Okay. It may be a few weeks. Anyway. And then when we come back, we're going to go fortnightly. All right. And I think we want to do that because we want to make sure that you get the best quality from us so that we've got plenty of stories to tell. I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about Desire. That'll fill up at least 16 episodes. <laughs> um, you know. What, are we going to go, Mr. H's Meltdown, part eight. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only day two at Desire. Day Mr. Three H still in... won't take his pants off. <laughs> day three in the Big Brother Desire household. Mr. H has burnt his cock in the sun and now has tiger stripes up and down it. <laughs> Something like that, right? so that's what we're going to do that's what we're planning and we're very sorry to break it to you uh, but hopefully you'll stick with us um, and it will give you a bit more to listen like opportunity to listen to us Um, we don't want to go monthly because we think that's too far apart and it takes too long and we really enjoy talking to you well we do and we enjoy (laughs) doing the podcast so uh, that's our plans at the moment if that changes obviously we'll let you know Uh, but as we get closer to that desire time you'll obviously not only hear the panic in my voice but we'll also be talking a bit more about what the next things are yeah Anything else you'd like to add, Mrs. H? Uh, no, I think I've redeemed myself as best wife now. Have you? Really? Well, yeah. so things that we want to say this week. Uh, thank you very much to our Rocket Raccoon friends for coming and visiting. You were <laughs> delightful guests and an absolute pleasure. Yoko already misses you. She's pining. Uh-huh. Not pining for the fields. That's something quite different. And until next week, Mrs. Mm. H. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. All right, all right, all right. There's no need to get shirty. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, honestly, I'm going to collar you in a minute. You should burn up. <laughs> that was a really off the cuff joke, dear. I don't know, it was pretty harmless. <laughs> Just button it. I just did that. Did you? Oh, man, I, I completely missed out. Yeah. You suck. Not only as yeah. a pun maker... Oh, man, I'm just a terrible wife again. Oh, no, you're not a terrible wife. You're a lovely wife and I love you. Let's go make some sweet, sweet love. Which shirt are you going to wear? None. The one I left on the wardrobe? <laughs> Is it still there? Probably. You haven't even fucking ironed the thing. It's terrible. 